0: This is Deb Gutierrez from Soulful Life. And if you want to learn how to renew your health by removing hidden toxins, then you should be listening to The Toxin Terminator with my friend, Amy Carlson.
1: Welcome to The Toxin Terminator, helping people to restore and renew their health by removing the toxins from the home and their lives. Join in as industry thought leaders help you understand the physical and emotional effects these products can have on you and your family, and the safe alternatives you can use to remove the hidden toxins for renewed health. Now, please welcome your host, the Toxin Terminator herself, Amy Carlson.
2: On today's episode, we have got Deb Gutierrez. She is a holistic health coach who shows you how to break free of stress and overwhelm and find time for you so you can create a healthy lifestyle you desire to experience and be 100% confident in the skin that you are in. Deb is so full of life and energy. I found her through some different... uh, social media groups that we are both belong to and have actually participated in several of her, t- her challenges, and you're going to want to tune into today's episode because she's going to talk about how to unclog our systems and how hormones and s- stress and energy um, is part of that unclogging process for us in making a difference in our overall health. Deb, welcome.
0: Well, thanks for having me. I'm thrilled to be here, Amy. Thanks.
2: (laughs) I I wish you guys could all see. Deb is so much fun, and her personality just comes through her face. Uh, I'll talk about it a lot here, but I want to dig into what you do, Deb, because um, I've been involved with Deb through a couple different groups on social media, which, oh my word, what a fantastic medium to meet people. But then when we can take it kind of off that and into another realm, how fantastic is that? I I just love it. Love all the connections. Love them. Me too. So you're a holistic health coach. Let's talk a little bit more about exactly what is that?
0: That's, that's, you know, that's so true because so many people say to me, well, that's great. What does that mean? (laughs) And so from my perspective now, I help women mostly, but I do work with men, but mostly women just really feel good in the skin they're in. And that really can be everything from fat loss to managing stress, to sleeping better, to moving more. So it's a holistic, you know, it's a 360 degree view, so to speak. And what I primarily work with is helping people understand that it's all about our, our hormones. And people mostly come to me for fat loss, but, and think it's because they need to Eat less and move more, and we get away from all that dogma. We get away from all the old diets. We move away from all of the, what they've been told forever. Find out what works for them individually, and people are surprised about the things that. What when we talk about hormones, what does that really mean? They don't understand what 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 hormones are affecting their hunger, their their um, fullness. Um. How to really move that's best for that person's body, not what somebody else is doing. Looking at something individually for that person, for what they want to, how they want to experience living life in the physical and the mental body that they're in. So that's kind of a long version, but really it's just about really feeling good in the skin you're in and um, confident and being healthy. That, that makes No, it makes total sense. And I I love,
2: because as I research you and I get to know you more, I love that you take that very personal approach with each individual. Your approach is not this cookie cutter. This is going to work for every single person because don't you find that even though we all have hormones and we all have a metabolism, um, everything within my body is so different
0: than yours. A hundred percent. And I think I came out of the fitness industry originally, and I think the fitness industry is getting better, but you know, they are, that's that whole paradigm. Move, 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 move. You got to work out hard, you know, and (laughs) you have to eat this, you have to eat this much protein and this much carbs and this much, well, you know what? Uh, one of my favorite, favorite people that I've learned a lot from, uh, Jade Tita, he says, your body is not a calculator. You know, like, no kidding. This is not how it works. There's other things which we're going to talk about today. Stress of life. What is that really? What's that really doing, right? And so it's not, it's not cut and dry. And it, every single person has a different life they have to live and different things that affect them. So. That's-
2: Absolutely. I remember, you know, in my earlier years, you know, my height, I'm five foot six, but I'm really small boned. So if I would go on to calculators according to my height, the weight that they wanted me to be at was a weight that I was very uncomfortable in because it was too much for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so that kind of speaks to that whole Yeah, it does. You know, thing. Right. So with your approach and talking to people mainly about uh, surrounding hormones. Um, are you finding yourself working with clients? Because you said you're primarily females. So are you finding mm-hmm. yourself working with um, primarily like our age, you know, we're 50 plus years old. Are you kind of across the
0: board? Most of my clients are anywhere between 40 and 60. Okay. I have worked strangely enough, this is, somebody asked me this question the other day, are you working with clients that you're not even speaking to? And the answer is yes. I've had three clients this past year, all under the age of 22, which I have, I mean, that is by not even remotely my target audience, but I ended up working with them and it it ended up being working out really, really well. So primarily, yes. In reference to that, and hormones in particular, a lot of the hormones that we talk about, though, are things like insulin and cortisol, which are our hormones that really dictate our metabolism. So that can apply to anybody. Then, of course, we talk. You know, there's things obvious like estrogen and progesterone that really impact more women, in particular. um, Well, actually, impact women period, because whether it's a younger woman who has, you know, a normal menstrual cycle or a menopause woman who has no more um, menstrual cycle—that estrogen and progesterone impact everything. So, as well. So, absolutely. And that- in in, in t-
2: dealing with and um, communicating with your clients, are you finding? I know hormones are going to dictate a lot with our weight. One of the struggles that I have had as a fifty-plus woman, I'm just going to leave it at that. Me too. <laughs> Me too. I got you. Uh, is um, the midsection. And I eat according to how I'm, you know, been told I need to eat. Uh, I work out, but it's there. And, and I call it, well, I don't call it anything really nice. It's just the nice little pooch that's there. Right. So, we does have it, so many different names for it, you know? <laughs> oh, no, not any that I can say on air. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> so it's not a nice name, but, uh and that's probably not very good because your your whole thing is to you know teach you how to love the skin you're in right so even though we might want a different version of our skin we we still need to love the body that we that we've got right now um so talk to me about you know is you know as, as i've gotten older that's where I seem to concentrate my weight; my it goes right into the midsection. Is that what you find with you know that forty to sixty?
0: It is. I mean, it is one of the you know, ev- and most women will say, you know, what is the deal with this, you know, <laughs> Dunlap, you know, that I have. And, <laughs> and it is the two things that really contribute. That are um, not as much estrogen, and when our and if our cortisol levels go unchecked. Those two things together equal, can equal more belly fat, right? And when we're talking about cortisol levels being unchecked, if our cortisol levels are high, mm-hmm. somebody who battle a lot of stress, they just don't work well together. You've got these high stress cortisol levels and not enough estrogen. And so, yes, those things are going to definitely impact um, the belly in, particu- in particular, um, because when we have enough estrogen, it can counteract some of the effects of high cortisol. So, this is why we tend to gain that fat in the midsection, even though we may be doing all of the right things. Right. What, about, you
2: know, obviously my show is called The Toxin Terminator. And so, I have my opinions on hormones and, you know, from the from puberty until the day we're buried. You know, us as women especially have to deal with the hormone battle and and keeping that in balance. And there's certainly different times in our life um, where they can go out of balance. um, It's pretty atypical, uh, you know, for them to be out of balance, menopause, pregnancy, um, you know, going into puberty, those type of things. But um, what things do you attribute to those hormone imbalances occurring. Are you talking more like toxins in, in particular? Is it toxins? Is it the food we eat? Is it, um, you know, what, is it just something that's going to happen in our body no matter
0: what? So, you know, I wish I could say like specifically, yes, this, it's one certain, right? <laughs> right, wow, wouldn't that be awesome, right? <laughs> You'd be what? You know? <laughs> so. On the all of the things that affects hormones, I end up focusing a lot personally on stressors of life. Now, that can be environmental, that can be personal, that can be um, the things that are out of our "quote unquote" control. Although, if we try to control, that's a stressor. Mm-hmm. So, I think that a lot of those. Both internal and external environmental things that can increase our stress is going to have a big impact on all of the different um, hormones. Now, sex hormones, those hormones being cortisol, insulin, and um, thyroid hormones. The sex hormones still, you know, we that it is what it is. I mean, when we we either you know go into menopause, right? Those things. That's not stuff. I don't think. I don't, you know, I'm not a biochemistry person. It can be dictated necessarily so much from external environment and stuff. Okay. Um, so, so that's why I focus a lot of things on stress because I think too, these are the, anything in these other environments, even stress can be considered a toxin if it's excess, right? In a, in a sense, if you want to equate it, right? And so that's why I really, try to help people reel in what's really going on um, for stress, both
2: external and internal. I remember in my early um, 20s and 30s, I moved and had a career change and just in a completely different environment for like a 10-year period of time that was very, very hard. And I had so many um, physical things going on with my body that just were very odd, and doctors couldn't explain them, and that, it, you know, it definitely was stress on the body, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, it so, is. We, so we know exactly that stressors um, can make the, those things, so what, in, in working with your different clients, um, when you talk about stress, and, and I think we all can relate, you know, yes, we have stresses, what surprised you most in, in, Delving into stresses,
0: you know that's great because I. Not that it surprised me the most, but where I think it surprises me that uh, I'm kind of I try, think areas of focus are the gut health mm-hmm. and the effect on our mind mm-hmm. and. Our brain. and so not, I wouldn't necessarily say that surprises me the most, but it, it opened up another avenue to look at. So, um, and I'm sure that you, you know a lot about health so that you're fami- very familiar with this mind-gut connection and things like they know that over 85% of our serotonin is actually produced in our gut, not in our brain. And we are now living in an environment where a lot of people have very many gut health issues that's affecting their emotional stability, their stress levels. And so it's kind of like what came first, right? Were we stressed and had gut issues? What created some gut issues that we now know comes from some environmental sources on the outside? So I think... I wouldn't say surprise, but it's another entirely different like almost avenue that I focus on. That doesn't necessarily mean I work with clients on that because it's too much information that they need to know about, but they can, helping them heal their gut Maybe may be something that comes up that we didn't know about. Ah. I, I yeah i'm
2: you know me I'm a hundred percent on board with that i I think um and I've known for quite a while the the gut um brain connection um and and doing that, so that was one of your kind of like aha, you know this is kind of an avenue that. And I love how you put it, the chicken or the egg, you know, theme, you know, which came first, was our gut completely out of order. And so then we have anxiety and depression and overstressed or, or vice versa. So that the gut brain connection was a kind of a surprising avenue for you. Have you kind of seen a recurring theme? I know everybody's unique, but do you see a recurring theme that causes most of the stress for people in
0: their lives? I think that we all look at life as just this, I mean, no, not, not necessarily a recurring theme, but everyone wants this thing out here. They, they're, they're wanting this thing and they can't get it. And so the control, trying to control all the avenues, especially for, I think, women who are mothers, you know, who might work, It's that I'm going to control, I've got to control all these things. And I think I spoke about this the other day and I don't want to ask for help and I won't because I can do it all. I can raise my kids really well. They're really smart and athletic, right? They're all going to be perfect and I can have this great job and I'm going to be really good at it and I'm really smart and I'm really fit. So I think the common theme kind of is that need to control and fit in and be great at everything. Mm. And we break down, right? Um So there, there seems to be a lot of that, like they're wanting that thing out there. They can do all these things and control it. And I mean, I can vouch myself for feeling that way, right? And so in a way it is that I can have all be all do all but I'm not going to let everybody know I'm breaking down you know so putting um, on that putting on that mask of strength uh, when,
2: right? when 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 that's not really where we're at Okay, yeah. so let's get back to metabolism and hormones. And you keep, you've alluded to, I, I, I digress into many different directions here. No, I
0: love it. That's how it should be.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk, though, about, you've, you've talked about estrogen and you've talked about cortisol. Um, and, and so cortisol, we've already alluded to. This is our stress. Um, you know, when we're a- under stress and high stress, especially, we really, our bodies produce... Uh, significant amounts of cortisol. So
0: cortisol is not necessarily a good thing in the body, right? Correct. I mean, we we there we need cortisol. It's right. you know a hormone, right? Yes. So yes, cortisol has got its place and its amounts that are good. But under chronic low level stress or a lot of high stress, a lot of times, too much cortisol isn't good. You know, there sometimes we people kind of think they can feel it. Um, but they probably are feeling adrenaline. So when you get like a rush of like really scared all of a sudden, but it will go away, that's an actual, like, that's truly adrenaline. Like you get someone jumps in the room right now and scares us, right? Yeah. That's adrenaline. That's not necessarily cortisol. Right. Cortisol keeps kind of flooding the system if it's too much. Now, in the morning, when we first wake up, that's cortisol is getting into the system. We need that to wake up. Right. right. That's okay. But, right. So too much is no bueno. Right. <laughs> no I love it. Okay, and then
2: so talk to us about um estrogen. I mean, you know, we hear estrogen all over the place, especially us and in our age, you know, because our bodies are not producing as much estrogen, or you might have been somebody who has um, had a bout with breast cancer and estrogen is actually a very bad thing, isn't it, for you know, somebody in, in those conditions. So what what's the
0: Word, you know, with estrogen, you know, and because I'm not, I don't have a medical background, so you can just so you know everybody, you know, I'm not a physician, I'm not a nutritionist, I don't have a PhD, so you know, it's it's just basically stuff that I have learned, and I'm going to continue to take another course coming up here um, in August, but when, in reference to estrogen and how it applies to women, and Um, concerns that they may have about what's enough and what's not enough. That's when testing obviously is helpful, right? And um, I, it's just just a belief that I have based upon the conversations I've had with um, other hormone experts, including physicians and scientists. When we don't have estrogen in our bodies, when at a certain level at a certain time, you know, we feel pretty miserable. Our, we start to not function. We, it is good to have that estrogen. So, the old theory of the whole, the older theory of hormone replacement therapy leading to breast cancer, there are studies that show who that applies to and studies that show that who it doesn't apply to. So, it's p- quite complicated. There are studies that, for women who have had breast cancer and have a certain gene, that is directly affiliated to too much estrogen causing, being a reason to have breast cancer, those are the people who might be concerned about taking an estrogen um, replacement, an estrogen, taking estrogen later in life when you're menopausal. But for almost everybody else, when you have estrogen, when you start, I have found that when people, women start taking estrogens um, after their menopause, it helps with sleep it helps it helps decrease our risk of dying from a heart attack which heart disease is the number one killer in both men and women and it helps with our skin it helps with libido i mean all of those things so the benefits for estrogen they being the experts and and physicians and scientists and researchers who work with women in hormone health will majority of the time recommend estrogen um, therapy. And it's not usually forever. And they do know though, if you don't start before you're 60, there are some risks, which I don't know what they are, if you wait until you're after 60 to start on an estrogen um, replacement. So that's kind of my thought. And I I guess I would
2: take it a step further. Um, First of all, uh, I don't ever, I'm not a medical professional either. Um, just sharing my research that I personally have done and my experience, but um, everybody has to make determinations for themselves, right? And what's mm-hmm. going to be best for them. Um, you know your body the absolute very best. In my recommendation, I have never told anybody don't do hormone replacement therapy. What I tell people to do is don't do a synthetic hormone replacement therapy. Replace, You know, replacement. Look for natural ways, you know, compounding. Um, doctors can get you, you know, in touch with that. And there are many natural uh, products out there from many different sources uh, that, you know, because our bodies, you know, again, we're the toxin terminator. Our bodies don't recognize synthetics and they consider it a toxin and we, we don't want to exacerbate the situation. Is that
0: you know ring true for so, you and, I, and not necessarily so and i'll and i'll tell you th- why because so this it is a little bit not necessarily necessarily controversial but it is one of the things that is confusing right mm-hmm. so some bio bioidentical hormones aren't necessarily it's kind of a weird name for it in all honesty because we're not going to give you exactly what you supposedly your estrogen supposedly needs um, a lot of these compounding pharmacies, they're not regulated at all. So it can be, you can be walking into something that is quite necessarily dangerous. The old hormone of estrogen, the original ones, were taken from, I think, horse urine. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty strong and heavy duty and I know that they do things a lot differently but now the estradiols that you can get from your OBGYN um, they, they really aren't they really are very safe in all honesty um, so it's a it is a personal choice mm-hmm. but because these, all these compound pharmacies are not regulated you really don't know what you're getting and it's difficult to, there's only really quite a few. I mean, a lot of compound pharmacies won't do the estrogens and progesterone, the sex hormones, because it's, just, it's, it's more complicated than um, it used to be. And in order to alleviate menopausal symptoms, there are a lot of natural fun supplements. I say fun because I'm a supplement queen. Um, to... To experiment with, but you kind of are your own N one ex- N one person. You know, you're 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 experimenting on yourself, mm-hmm. and I would say you need you need to understand a lot of things. I have done both uh, traditional pharmaceutical estradiol and uh, bioidenticals, and I got in a lot of trouble with bioidenticals. So, okay. um, um, and through an integrative medicine practitioner on top of it, and it it didn't turn out so well. So. Um, It messed up some things, so I, you know, you got it's a it's a personal thing, but you got to be really careful yeah. when you're, yeah, yeah, because estrogens and they're they're normal hormones are normal, right? This is this is the other thing like people don't understand is we're meant to have have that we're meant to have that to function,
1: mm-hmm. so
0: it really isn't like you're taking the uh, a medication, right? it is for a hor- proper hormonal function. It's not like you have a disease and we're mm-hmm. gonna put a patch on it. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of another thing. So it is, it's something to yeah. be really to be yeah. careful of. And you people on both fronts. So.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. And just like you said, you had your own personal experience, you know, going to an integrative, you know, medicine, you know, doctor, and it and it wasn't an, a good experience for you. And then there's, you know, and I love being able to hear all different views and opinions. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's what's great. Everybody gets to choose and decide what's going to be absolutely best for them. Now you talk about, When you were getting into hormones, because, oh my gosh, I mean, that could go on to its own separate. Oh, so much. Oh, so much. (laughs) But you talked about testing. And I think that's important because, you know, for the person like me, a lay person, you know, how do I know where to go to get a good quality panel test to know what am I low in, what do I need?
0: I think people can start with their with their, you know, physician, their, their general practitioner physician. And, and I would always say though, I want a full hormone panel, right? I want to know all the thyroid markers. I want to know, you know, let's do the estrogen, let's do the progesterone, the DHEA, the testosterone, because maybe certain ones are lower and higher and they, that there's a reason that they kind of all one, anyhow, I'm not explaining that well, but no, but okay. so, I would say start with your regular practitioner and see what they say. You don't a lot of times what will happen with women who are, let's say you're 54 years old and you're having a, obvious menopausal symptoms, a lot of times you'll go to your OBGYN and most of them actually will say, you're, this is your age, these are your symptoms. I why don't you take, you know, here's a a, a, a prescription for a hormone. Try it for a month, see how you feel. If you aren't decreasing in any of your symptoms then we'll run the blood panel. That's not abnormal for a lot of physicians to do. I think it's okay in all honesty, that's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. But I also am one like I want to know what my flipping numbers are. Like <laughs> no, run the run the labs, right? Yeah. So I think you can start with your, your your first OBGYN. If you're not happy with your OBGYN or your internal medicine person and the results that you're getting and you're if you're just still feeling like major doo doo, it's a good idea to try to find a hormone expert, another physician in your area if you can. Okay, sometimes he's an integrative person. Sometimes it might be somebody that's you can find, believe it or not, out in the interweb. Right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. Reach out to them, and because there's a lot of ways you can order labs at home, do the yep. testing, and send to somebody else. Yeah. So. Are, there's there are a lot of options
2: yeah i know there's um uh, a doctor that i'm aware of because i follow him on social media his name is dr dan Purser, p u r s e r that will do remote testing so he you know he'll send you the test to do and you send it into an independent lab and he's an OBGYN that, that specializes in
0: you that's know awesome.
2: hormones yeah, and and women so there's one for
0: you. you know? And they are. They're out there. There's a lot of them. You could, you know, I'm a hashtag hormone health expert on in Instagram. The question is, you got to make sure they really are and you got to do your yeah. due diligence and find them. But I mean, it's amazing what you can find, right? Yeah, you it, and it is. And, and I, uh, you can find
2: everything. Okay, so let's r- get ourselves back in here because uh, there's more I want to get through and I don't, I don't want to run out of time. So I mm. love, love, love that when you're talking about your holistic health coaching, you are talking about unclogging the system. So do you feel like we've kind of talked about that or is there more to it that you would like to delve into?
0: I don't know that we really have talked about it, um, quite frankly, maybe a little bit, but I believe that whether it's through all of the, let's just say the standard American crappy diet, sorry, (laughs) (laughs) we really have clogged things up, right? Our bodies just aren't going to function as well with the abundance of crap that people may not even realize they're eating. Things like oils, canola oil and soybean oil. You know, we go to a restaurant, maybe you, you know, have your salads or whatever. Chances are they're not using olive oil. So that's going to cause inflammation. That's going to cause damage. That's going to clog up the system. And when I'm talking about the system, I'm talking about everything. You know, the kidneys, the liver, our heart, our our vascular system, our brain. It's just we're not our our um, ability to eliminate properly, right? I mean, all of those things, right? It's well, exactly. Yeah, so and everything. Um, so it's food, okay? Sure. Sure, choices that we've made um, is one way that clogs up the system. Uh, Stress, obviously, well, you know, if we're always tense and tense and tense, chances are we're not digesting our food well. Um, If we're not getting enough exercise, we're not sweating, right? Mm -hmm. We're keeping a lot of those toxins trapped in our body. Um, And if we're not drinking enough water, if we're not drinking enough water, filtered good water for we can't get away from the amount of stuff that is in our water we can't we have to shower in it we have to cook in it whatever but we there are ways of getting better filtered water on our house systems things like that that i think are important if people can afford it because of all of the amount of um pesticides herbicides Mm and as well as um pharmaceuticals in our water. Did you know that they've got a, um, because
2: you alluded to the expense of doing a whole house system, they mm -hmm. actually have filters inside shower heads so you can replace your shower head
0: with a filtered shower head. I did not know about the filtered shower head. How could I not know about that? That's crazy that I don't know about that. (laughs) Look at that. <laughs> I'm surprised because I'm so weird. I have a, we have a special, um, we have an AquaTrude. Have you ever heard of AquaTrue? I have not. true is a great home water filtration for it's, I keep it on top of the sink it's on the counter in the kitchen. Nice. And I cook, that's what I cook with and drink with. And, but anyhow, so I digress, but it's a great system for, for, it's better than your brita filter and your just basic one little reverse osmosis thing so anyhow aqua true it's a great system great
2: so aqua true yeah i'll show you later (laughs) we're throwing out extra bonuses let me tell you okay so food okay so clogging our system we've got food we've got um Exercise, so not sweating, you know, our our filtering system stays um, clogged up, and then uh, water. So, those are those the three kind of key areas that are clogging I'm our system. Clo-
0: uh, oh, stress, stress. stress. talk about stress. Yeah, um, let me think if I'm missing something. Okay, we I talked about water, obviously, needing to sweat more, needing to obviously exercise properly, sweat more, all in there as well. Um, sleep, you know, we can go back to sleep. I don't, you know, if. You're not sleeping well, chances are it makes you have poor choices for eating and things like that, as well as a multitude of other problems. So, um, it's it in a way you could say yes, it's clogging the system because it gets these pro- amyloid protein plaques build up on the brain if you're not sleeping well, and that's not a good thing. So, that increases our risk for cognitive diseases and things like that.
2: Awesome. Awesome. Well, we're going to be running out of time here. And I want to make sure um, that we're doing a couple more things as we wrap up. So number one is, is there something that's just really pouring on your heart that you want to make sure that you get out to our listeners that we haven't discussed or uh, tapped into yet?
0: You know, I think because we, you, your emphasis obviously is on sort of this toxic overload and coming from my perspective, when we talked a little bit about unclogging the system. And so I, I believe that to just kind of touch on that a little bit, Absolutely. Um, once again, not to be in fear of everything around us, because this is reality of the world. Right. Um, but there are a lot of things we can do to kind of slow down that burden that we are in every day, and obvi- the obvious ones I work with people on like we talked about are the you know obviously stress and nutrition and movement but uh, I happen to have become really interested in particular in the effects of what weed killers are doing in to our physical health and you know, there, it, there's no, there's a reason that one in two men get cancer and now almost one in two women. There's a reason beyond, you know, since the nineties that we've had an elevated, I mean, exponential risk of children with autism and children with chronic diseases that didn't exist in the sixties. Now, almost half percent, half of all of our children. So we can look back now and there's a lot of direct correlation between Um, weed killer, which is glyphosate, which some people know as Roundup, and this exponential increase in these things. Now, we can't necessarily avoid it because it is water-soluble, but there's certain things we can do to try to go ahead and get some of that out of our system. And that's one reason I talked about what I do. I also am big into a supplement that because I have some gut issues. If people have gut issues, if somebody really is noticing that they have really poor digestion, they're bloated all the time, they are having either diarrhea or constipation, if they are constantly in brain fog, you know, it's a good idea to know what's really going on in the gut. And I would say sometimes you have to go to an odd, you know, an integrative or functional medicine practitioner to find out. I mean, if, some, if you're really feeling that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also started taking a supplement called Restore, because it's, helps with this damage that's being done to the gut from the foods we ingest that have an herbicide in it so sorry i got a little long-winded on that but that's something no. that most people don't know about me they i don't, don't practice that in my coaching but i think it's important to your audience to know about it um, and to not be in fear of it but to know that there are some steps that they can be taken to decrease that burden absolutely Absolutely, you know um,
2: that's the last message we want to tell people is is, you know, don't step outside <laughs> the four walls of your home. You know, don't don't eat anything besides organic. You know, I have my own opinions on organic because organic isn't necessarily um, pesticide free. It just right. reduces the amount of pesticides that they're allowed to use. So you know, we're still getting it. And how do I know that your organic farm isn't sitting right next to the non-organic farm over here and you're not getting, you know, wash off. And anyway, I, that goes into a whole nother deal. But yeah.
0: Um, pesticides. Herbicides, are, herbicides are different than the pesticides, right? So that's the other thing that people don't understand. And it's that's why I said, it's not something I talk about very often. It's, it's sort of my, a mission project out here that oh. I will be correlate you know working with so but what a fantastic mission to be
2: on because see i would say herbicide pesticide as though it were one in the same and just hearing you now it's not so we've got another podcast show to do deb (laughs) okay (laughs) coming up so how can people get a hold of you i want to make sure because i love your approach and i actually have been following you on facebook and been involved in um a, a page or a group that you have that, um, you're doing some, a challenge in there. And I just freak, uh, recently did a fasting challenge with your group and I, I loved all of the information. So, um, tell us uh, all of us how we can uh, get in touch with you.
0: So I am on Instagram at DebGHealth health and, uh, I, started being very active in that about a year ago Uh, Facebook is just my name Deb Gutierrez and I have a a a health group um, called abundant health but if someone was to friend me and message me I could help them find that Um, and that's a small group but it's it's very specific to overall health I run challenges in there quite quite frequently Uh, a lot of my programs, I kind of test sometimes with people in there and yeah, and that's it. And, oh, my, and my, I have a website, um, it'll be undergoing a a completely revamp sometime by the end of the year, but my, the name of my business is soulful life. S O L F U L S O L F U L is soulful life. And so soulfullife.com
2: nice so if they want to use your services for um health coaching uh would the best option be to um get a hold of you through your website then
0: you know honestly any one of them is fine. anywhere i will respond awesome and then um do you have an upcoming challenge in your group on Facebook? You no, know, I talked about that last week, and I don't. I haven't decided, so I guess the answer is I don't. I guess that's a not a no, that's a no at the moment. And I forgot what I thought of. Isn't that funny? We had this great that intermittent fashion challenge was one of the best I've had in a while because people were active and yes involved and taking you know ideas, and so that was helpful. And I forget what the other one I wanted to have was. I know you
2: talked about it and now I'm drawing a blank with it too. All right.
0: I think it had to do with unclogging the system, but Hey, who knows?
2: (laughs) It's somewhere in there. Go back to our notes and let's check it out. All right, Deb, you have been a fantastic guest and I, I just am so thankful that you came on because your expertise is going to help so many people and I want to make sure that they're able to get a hold of you. So that's just, um, Uh, find Deb G health on Instagram or abundant health on Facebook or just soulful life. S O L F U L life.com on the World Wide web. Right. Pretty much. All right. Yeah. Any last words of wisdom you want to leave us with?
0: Uh, One thing that I tell everybody, you know, kind of as a super basic, just make sure you're drinking enough water and get, make it filtered and don't drink out of plastic. There you go. those are my three basics like one big thing you can do for yourself i always say we're not drinking enough water flush out the system you know and make sure it's enough and make sure it's filtered and do not drink out of plastic there you go exactly because your are leaching toxics off your plastic just got amazing how well your hormones can function when you're not, <laughs> not drinking out of plastic thank you thank you